Hey guys, this is Barry J. Welcome to a new episode. I'll give you guys a bit of an update. So, I have officially moved back home. So, I'm no longer at my aunt's house, which is freeing in some ways and not in others. But I'm glad to be home, glad to be back. And I've been looking for a job for about two years. I was supposed to get a job. Well, I was, you know, in the summer of 2019, but I didn't because I joined the Ally program at the college, my first college I was in. I got a work study there. And then ever since then, I kept trying to get a job, you know, for the summer, for the spring, couldn't get anywhere. And then, you know, COVID came. So that shut down everything that made it impossible to get a job. And then now we're in the 2020 school year. I also still tried to get a job. I had a few offers, but a lot of them I couldn't do because of the classes I had. And even with online classes, I just couldn't do it because I was a full-time student. So I'm not saying that it's not possible, but it was harder for me. And then, you know, I became involved in the club activities, but finally, after two years for searching for a job, I finally landed my first permanent job. It's uh, down the street from where I currently live at my parents' place. The pay's good, you know, a couple dollars above minimum wage, which is excellent in my opinion. Um, and I also will be able to get, you know, the benefits of a full-time job. You know, 401k, whatever that means. Health insurance, you know, the adult stuff, which is great. You know, I'm excited. But it was, (laughs) I have to tell you, I have to tell you, (laughs) I have to tell you, this is a, it's a funny story now, but it was nerve wracking for me. So last week, I believe on Wednesday of last week, I had the interview. I was supposed to meet at 10. I left early. I left at like 9 o'clock. I had no issue getting there. But um, the city that's down the street from me is kind of small and has a lot of one-way streets. And I mean a lot. So I saw the place, but I couldn't find the parking lot. And turns out I went past it. And, you know, because I'm on the street, I can't just park randomly in the street. So I kept driving and driving. Then I saw a bank nearby and I said, oh, great. I could just turn around to the bank. But little did I know that this would be the biggest mistake of my entire day. I turned into the bank. I saw there was a lot of construction. And because of the construction, there was one way in, one way out, which I was like, okay, fine. But the issue is, the only way out was past the teller, you know, the ATM part where people go and get their bank stuff done. And at first I was like, oh, well, it shouldn't take that long. It shouldn't take that long. I'll be fine. So when I got there, it was around 9.15 when I um, actually got to the place. So now it's about 9.20 that I was at the bank. So... 10 minutes went by, no big deal. 10 minutes went by, no big deal. But I started getting really nervous when it was around 
9.50. I was getting kind of nervous. Then at 10.15, I was really, really nervous. Because I'm like, oh no, now I'm 15 minutes late. Because I was supposed to be there at 10.30. So I sat there for quite some time. And there's nothing I could do. I couldn't back up because there was so many cars behind me and there's so many in front and the way that this bank was built it was really close together so I was stuck (laughs) and in my head I was like how am I I, there's no way I'm gonna get this job I am now 15 minutes late when I got there I finally got there I was 15 minutes late to this interview almost 20 minutes part of me wanted to park my car and walk there it was that close but I didn't because I, I I knew that was unrealistic. But that's what happens, you know, when you get desperate, your mind's just trying to come up with multiple ways to get out of the scenario, even if it's inevitable. And it was in my case. Um, but yeah, part of me was so, I was so nervous. I was so anxious. I was like, I'm not going to get this job. As soon as I get out of here, I shouldn't even try. I should go back home because I'm not going to get this job. How am I going to get this job? I've been searching for two years. I finally get an interview for a good job or something I'm capable of doing. Good hours and look at me. But I still went. Thank God I still went. But had it been up to me, I feel like I would have probably went home. Because who wants to face, you know what I'm saying? Who wants to, you know, how is that a good first impression? Being 15 minutes late. Five minutes late already looks bad enough. But 15, they would assume I'm not coming. They would assume that I'm a no-call, no-show. But when I went there, I actually was waiting for the recruiter or hiring manager. So I guess... Some people would say I'm not late, but I know, obviously, I was late. And, you know, he seemed nice. I apologized for being late, and he, he said, you know, no no big deal. And he understood that there's so many one-way streets that I got a little turned around. Um, and like I said, he, I had to wait on him, so he wasn't even prepared for me at that time, which makes me think if I arrived on time, would I have had to wait for 15 minutes? But... Anyway, I went on with the interview. Everything was going on pretty well. I was filling out a lot of forms with my previous history, things like that. He showed me where the area is in the back where I'd be working and kind of showing me, you know, the work area where things were. And he would say, he told me, you know, by next Monday or Tuesday of next week, which is this week, that he would let me know um, if they made a decision or not because he had like, I guess, 74 other applicants he had to look through during that same day, um, which also made me like, wow, I'm 15 minutes late. 74 of the people applied for this job. But um, before I even went there, I was I was really confident. You know, I was telling myself, I'm going to get this job. I'm going to get my slot, this job. But that changed. One incident changed, you know, my whole demeanor, confidence, everything. Because I was so confident. I'm like, I'm going to get this job. I'm going to nail it. I'm going to get it. And so I was still a bit anxious when I left, but I felt better 
um, after the interview, I'm so glad I actually went instead of just going back home, which is what I wanted. Not Well, it's not really what I wanted, but it's what my anxiety and my fears were, were telling me. Um, so I got an uh, email on Friday saying, oh, would you like the position? And I was... <laughs> I was so happy. I was like, yes, I got it. I got it. I got a job. I can't believe it. I was 15 minutes late to the interview. Nobody's going to believe me. And that just proves to me that God really wanted me to have this job. Because there is no way, there's no logical reason for why he applied, why he accepted me. There were 74 other people. I came late. I probably had the least amount of experience than everyone else did. I had a big old gap. I had a two-year gap, which may not be that much in terms of like as an adult, but for a student, that's a huge gap. That's like four semesters. So I was so <laughs> I was so happy. I was so excited. So I took it. Um, I'm so excited. I can't believe that that I got the job. Um, and I start tomorrow, and I'll get, let you guys know how that goes. But I don't think it's hit me. It's not, it hasn't really hit me yet that I have this job. Maybe until, you know, <laughs> the checks start coming in, I start getting money again, <laughs> that I, I'll, it'll, it'll hit me. Like, wow, I can't believe it. I actually have a job now. Um, and as you all know, I do suffer from anxiety and during this past year, especially the time of COVID, it became debilitating at some times. It, it's become a little debilitating. It becomes a bit difficult. Um, nobody else really knows except one person in my student club. She knows because she's in charge of, like, you know, the breathing and the yoga and the exercises. And I thanked her for that because it did help me a bit. I don't do the yoga part because I'm not flexible, but <laughs> um, the breathing exercises I try and do when I notice that it's getting a little bit harder to breathe or I can feel my pulse quickening and it's hard for me to focus, I just try and, and take those deep breaths so that I won't, you know, worsen my symptoms. But yes, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I'm so excited, but the other issue I've been having is that because of my anxiety, you know, it's still present in my life, and I feel like now instead of saying, oh, you can't get a good job, you can't get a job, now they're saying, you know, in my head, I mean, I feel like in my head, I'm like, how can I, will I be able to keep this job? Now, mind you, I have never been fired from a job. Never. Um, so I've always had good relationships with my previous employees. I've never, employers, I mean, never had an issue. So, but in my head, it's kind of like, oh, what if they don't like me? And it's like, I haven't met them yet. You know, I haven't even started. And I'm already worried about losing a job. I don't even know I'm oh what it fully is yet but I know that like I said it's just anxiety and once I get 
once I get a routine, you know, once I get used to it, I'll do fine. Um, I'm still moving stuff around in my room a little bit. Um, I have to hang up on my clothes pretty soon, which will be an unfortunate event. But I need to, I need to do this. Um, but other than that, yeah, everything's been good. Everything's been well. In terms, in terms of my addictions, on the other hand, I say that they haven't been that great. You know, because I just went to McDonald's today, but I just got, you know, one meal. You know, I didn't do anything over extreme, but the meals that I packed for my lunches are nice, healthy, and normal portion sized. As for my other issue, that has, um, I would say that I am, what, maybe like an hour clean? Yes, I still have that issue with the whole the whole deal. I still struggle with that. Um, I haven't put any effort into remaining clean. You know, I just, you know, when the need's there and I feel the need, I just, you know, I'm just listening to it, which I know is the reason why my anxiety is getting worse and things are getting worse. But... A bonus is that, or a pro of this job is that it's full time. You know, I'm working nine to five, Monday through Friday. So because of that, I will have no time for this anymore. I won't have time for it anymore, which will help me get rid of it. That's one thing I was thinking, you know, it will help me get rid of it because I won't have time for it anymore. Not like I did before, where I had every day of the week. You know, at 24 hours in a day and, you know, every weekday while family are away. But but not this time. This time I'm going to be focused on it with my job. I'm going to get better at it. And I just want to encourage you guys that there's been things that seem like they're impossible, seem like there's no way out, that it won't work for you. I'm here to tell you that it will that it will work for you, that there is a way out, that the problem will be solved as long as you keep. Sorry guys, I was using the toaster and I smelled something burning and I had to rush over and get it. (laughs) Turns out, you know, Toasters don't need as much time as what the bag may say. Um, I'll still be able to eat it. It's just a little charcoal, a little burnt, but it is is bearable. It is very much bearable and edible. Um, but as I was saying before, if there are things that you are still waiting on God to do in his timing, he will he will do those tasks for you. He will heal you. He will restore you. He will give you the job that is meant for you, not just what everyone else gives you. The other issue I had is when I was searching for jobs, so many family members kept giving me, you know, jobs and places that were hiring, which 
I get that they're being helpful, but it can be a bit much on one person when five or six people are letting you know every time they see you what's hiring and who's hiring and what job it is. And I thank them for that. I'm thankful that they're helping me out. But at the same time, it can be a bit much and that God wants you to be resilient and to have faith. So he may put you in circumstances like I do, where it logically doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. But it's because of his will and what he wants to do with you, for you, and maybe even through you to those people. So just, you know, just be patient. I know, I know COVID has made everyone have to wait And we are all naturally impatient because everything that we can control, which, spoiler alert, ain't that much. But what we can control is always instant. But God is not an instant pot. He's not something that you can just heat up in the microwave for a minute and it will be perfectly warm and delicious. No, he has his own time, his own purpose. So we need to wait. We need to be patient. But it is coming. I know that anxiety and doubt and fear, they're talking to you. They're speaking to you. They're telling you things, more things to be anxious of, more things to fear. But that is not God. God is trying to make you stronger in him and your in your faith. Because when your strength is stronger, everything else becomes stronger. Just like when you clean your face, right? When you clean your face and you put lotion on your face, how is it that when you put lotion on the rest of your body that your hands are moist too? That when you wash your face with water, that your hands are wet too? Because those are the tools, those are what you use to wash your face to put lotion on but yet they are still affected they still get wet they still get lotion because they are part of you that's how it works that's how blessings work that's how God works God will use objects and tools and you are the tool you are what God will use to help other people around you so that their faith is stronger and when God works that one part the rest of your entire being the rest of your entire spirit they will also be clean they will also be dealt with he doesn't just deal with one issue when he deals with one issue he deals with them all but he may focus on certain areas in our lives Because God sees us and wants us to be fertile ground. And what happens with fertile ground, it doesn't matter how sensitive the plant is. When it is in fertile ground and it has enough water, it will grow. It will produce fruit. And that's what we are supposed to do. He waters us. He he gives us the Holy Spirit. That is the seed. And the water is, you know, praise and worship and spending time with him. And we get more and more. We get as much or as little as we ask for. 
And then we grow and we produce fruits. And depending on what you feed your, yourself will depend on what fruits you will produce. So just remember that. But don't listen to those thoughts and those voices in your head. They just want you to stop. They want you not to get the blessings that are just around the corner. Because yeah... It might be two years, ten years, but I promise you, when you get what you're supposed to get, it is always worth it. It is always on time. He won't leave you hanging. He won't leave you alone. He is always there for you. So just remember that. I know, trust me, I know it gets hard to sit there and wait and to see others doing so well, so much better than you but see God sees all of them and he sees all of you and he knows that he can't give you certain things now because you wouldn't handle it now there are certain blessings that he wants to give you but you can't handle it now because your faith isn't there because your worship isn't there because your prayers aren't there because you don't read the bible daily Because you don't spend time with him. So there are things that we're supposed to get, but we're not going to get them because we're not there yet. And I realize that now. If I got that job that I really wanted to two years ago, I would have blew it. Because the old me wouldn't have waited in that line. The old me would have went back home. The old me would have backed up my car and possibly hit someone trying to leave and get there on time. The old me wouldn't have went to that interview. The old me would have never stopped being anxious and worrying. The old me would have never went and rebuilt her resume. The old me would have never told her friends and family that she can't get a job. That's that's why there are certain blessings and things that we can't handle when we want them. But once we are done spending our time in the wilderness and the bitterness and the pain and the suffering, then we get delivered. That's when we are ready. So just be patient. Just wait. I promise you, you will reap what you sow. I promise you, your return is coming. Now, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a preacher, so... I can't tell you when you're going to get it. (laughs) Shoot, if I could, I would tell you and I would tell you when you're going to get it. But I can't. So all I can say is that it's coming soon. And that when that blessing gets there, take it. Don't let anyone or anything interfere with that. You will have to work for it. You will have to fight for it. But once you get it, it'll be yours. And no one else can take it away. Well, that's it, guys. That's it for today's episode. I hope you're staying cool where you are. It's hot where I am. I'm sweating now. And I wish you all the best. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.